Hello, listeners, and welcome to my second episode of Resurgence. That's it. I think that when I start my blog again, it will this time be called Resurgence. More on that at a later date. Today, I will be going a little deeper into my life. Last week, I went slightly deep uh, just to catch you guys up on what's going on in my life in, uh, in the last couple months. But I have an apology to make, and it requires me to go a little farther back than the last couple months. And when I say farther back, I mean way farther back. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I decided that I need to do this. I don't know why I should do this, but I feel like I owe people this. This episode is not about my salvation. And when I say my salvation, I mean people forgiving me, if that's what's needed. I don't know. My reputation or insecurities. Although I've been tempted to make it about all that. No, I think I'm making this episode because I want everyone to know the content in which I will be going into detail about eventually. But before I begin, I owe thanks to the 43 people who listened to my last podcast. Now, that might not seem like a very large number, and compared to other podcasts, numbers that is not very high. Uh, But to me, that is significantly high and important. Because when I made my first two episodes back in February, I didn't even reach 25 per episode. And I am so thankful for you all who gave me a shot. Really, I am sort of blown away that I even got to 43. So thank you guys for listening to that and for giving me feedback, encouragement, criticism. I really appreciate it. I genuinely, truly do. Keep it keep it going. Keep listening. Keep giving me feedback, encouragement, criticism. If you disagree with me, that's okay. I love it when people disagree with me. Contact me and let me know that you disagree with me. And I might even invite you on and we can talk about it civilly. I enjoy hearing it all as it makes me better and it allows me to grow. If I don't hear that, I'm not growing. I'm living in a naive life and I need growth. So please give me feedback, encouragement, and criticism when you hear my podcast episodes. It really does mean a lot. Thanks once again, and I hope you all enjoy this episode. Also, before I begin, and trust me, I will begin, I need to thank the following people for helping me get to this point. What I'm all about to explain here soon is due to these people helping me realize certain aspects of my life that need to change And I I really couldn't have reached this point without the following people. So thank you to Moses Bear, Brady Cresson, my parents, Ezra Fortune, Josh Johnson, Nick Frost, Ben Kern, Ben Emerson, my entire Spain team, Katie Amdahl, and most importantly, God. He's the one who put these people in my life to help me realize my pride, prejudice, and destruction. And all of you will be mentioned at some point. If you guys are listening, you guys will all be mentioned at some point and you realize why you've made this impact in my life. If you don't know these people, I highly recommend that you get to know these people. Somehow find them um, because they're, they're incredible. Okay, let's begin. So this, uh, this probably goes back. I was going to go back to elementary years in sort of a rougher draft of this podcast. And I decided that I don't need to go back to my elementary years. You guys don't care about that. It probably started my ninth grade year. That's when I really started to see the pride and prejudice that led to my destruction. 
And it, it actually stemmed from bitterness. So maybe I should say bitterness, pride, prejudice, and destruction. It's it's an order. It, it one one thing leads into the next thing. In in middle school, I felt like I was accepted, whereas in elementary school, I wasn't accepted. I guess I do have to go briefly into elementary school. Elementary school, I went to four different schools, and I didn't make very good friends. Not as in they were bad influences. I just didn't have good friends. I hardly had friends at all, actually. I was sort of bullied. I actually remember the first time that somebody called me a retard. Um, that hurt a lot. And he doesn't remember, but it, that really stung. I was called a, I was called a spaz a lot. And I just, I just, I was a spaz, but I didn't make friends. And that was all from insecurities. But in middle school, it was much different. I was a Christian and I was learning what it's what it was like to be a Christian and I felt like I was doing it pretty well for a middle schooler for somebody who was only a Christian a year or two years in seventh and eighth grade but at the same time I felt like it was very easy for me to make friends and maybe that was because we were all trying to explore everyone was so used to going five six years with the same people and now oh there's more people to to talk to to get to know there's more people who have my interests who have not my interest. And it was, it was kind of an eye opener just to see like, wow, there's way more people than just the, the 30 people that were in my sixth grade class. And so I felt like it was very easy for me to find new, newer friends. And I, I felt like in some ways I was climbing up the ladder a little bit of popularity. However, I do believe that I created that idea myself and I was not climbing up the ladder whatsoever, but it felt like I it felt like I was pretty well known, especially amongst the popular kids, and I, I kind of liked that because the popular kids were, I mean, they were everything. They were big shots. Teachers just loved them. They got good grades. At least it looked like they got good grades. Uh, they were the ones who had the most fun. They were the most laid back. Who doesn't want to be popular in middle school? And I felt like I was. I felt like my name was being recognized amongst that group at least some members of of that popular group and i felt like i was getting up there i mean i'd get i'd get into class and people would want to be in my group and i was i was thinking you know holy smokes i could actually be popular someday and i was wrong whole i was wrong <laughs> um when i went into ninth grade i kind of got smacked in the face with reality that i was being used in middle school at least i felt like i was being used Nobody wanted to talk to me. There's even kids from Clearview that didn't want to talk to me. And it was kind of like, okay, this is a little weird. I thought we were all friends. But as people's personalities were developing and people were becoming more individualistic in in who they were and people were able to define aspects of their life that made them different than other people, you started to join different groups as you met, got to meet different people. And... I felt a little used because people liked me because I, I was smart in eighth grade. I, I actually enjoyed school. I didn't my junior and senior year, but in eighth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, I, I enjoyed school. And all that was gone. The people that talked to me in middle school did not talk to me in high school. And I, I grew, I grew a little bitter towards that because my whole life, <laughs> when I say my whole life, I mean like, six, seven, eight years of my life that that I was in school, I really struggled with finding friends. And to ha feel like I have to start all over again was, was a little hard. And as a Christian, 
I felt like there were, I had fellow Christians who weren't doing their part in being my friend and being there for me. And that's where the pride began. My bitterness stemmed from pride. I thought I deserved people. I thought I deserved the respect from fellow Christians. Um, in youth group, I was, I was popular in youth group. I believe I was seen as a spiritual leader and I was affirmed as a spiritual leader. And I guess I expected that at, at, in high school and I didn't get it. And I really judged my Christian friends for not being there for me in what I felt like was a time of need simply because I wouldn't put myself out there on the soccer team. I was extremely legalistic in my Christian beliefs and I left and I, for years I blamed the soccer team. So I'm sorry to all of you guys. There's my first apology for blaming you guys that were on my freshman soccer team because that was not okay of me. Those were, those were personal issues that I was having that led me to leave the soccer team. Um, and I want to apologize to everyone that were in my small group those first couple years of high school, uh, which is where Nick Frost comes into play here. He was my small group leader at the time, and he helped me realize how prideful I was being in expecting recognition from my peers at youth group, expecting them to be for, be there for me, when in reality, I wasn't really there for them ever. I felt like I was more knowledgeable than them. I was more wise than them. I was more mature spiritual figure than them. But at high school, I felt inferior. And uh, it was just weird being, being a freshman. And there was still bitterness there. And in my sophomore year, it got, it got a little better. I actually vaguely remember my sophomore year. I remember almost nothing from my sophomore year. And it's probably just because I just went with it, just kind of went through the motions. And I, I don't really know what it led to. I mean, I was, I was on the track team, and I did a lot better that year than I did my freshman year. I was definitely more humble about it. Like I, the, like the world didn't owe me anything. That's, that's what I felt. The world doesn't owe me anything. But in my freshman year, I felt like the world owed me a lot. And yeah, so I'm just going to skip through my sophomore year because I hardly remember anything. But I think it was my sophomore year that allowed me to gain some recognition back my junior year. And this is what led to prejudice. I started to get started to form opinions about people and about myself that really stemmed from nothing. It really just stemmed from pride. Like I was some big shot because I was, I was in with the crowd. I mean, I was hanging out with kids who were, <laughs> they were dipping tobacco, smoking cigarettes, vaping. They're starting to go to parties, even though I was actually hardly ever offered. I, I was only invited to a party once and it was only out of pity. Okay. I'm just going to say that, um, which I'm actually very glad that I wasn't invited to a lot of parties because it really made my life through high school a lot easier as a Christian because I didn't need to say no to anything because people didn't even want me at those things. So awesome. Thank you guys for not inviting me to those parties. I appreciate you all for making my Christian life easier. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Anyways, I, I felt like I was gaining recognition back that I possibly had in middle school. People were more accepting of me. It wasn't really that they were asking for me, but they were accepting of me. And as a Christian, I felt like I was sort of sacrificing some of my beliefs. I really wasn't being an evangelical. I was sort of just being a Christian who was accepting other people as an excuse for me to just get in a little bit. And I changed my look a little bit. I changed the, the clothes I wore and it made me feel more confident in myself. I didn't look like a bum off the street. I wasn't wearing the same sweatshirt for a week. I actually bought clothes for myself and cleaned myself up 
a little bit and I became I became more confident in in opinions and in a lot of things. But I was very I was very naive and very ignorant to things and which is why I call this part the prejudice. And you know, it's, it's very stereotypical. I thought I was all wise, all knowing, and I really wasn't. And I started to judge others my junior year. It was very silent at first. It wasn't very outspoken, but yeah, it just just wasn't the best. I was not in with the popular crowd, but that's when I started to to gain prejudice in my life. And it was due to some people that I surrounded myself with, and I don't blame those people. I blame myself for putting myself in those crowds. I should have put myself in better crowds. And so then leading into my senior year, I started to change even more. I was like, okay, this is it. This is my senior year. I'm going to give it all I've got. But I started out with like, God, I'm going to give it all I got. This is my last year. I'm going to go. I'm going to make it known that that I am a Christian and I want people to know who I am and that I love these people and that I care for these people. And I started the year out with a very tender heart towards my class. Like this is going to be the last year that I see these people and I really want to make an impact. I, I really don't want to be seen as just this prideful judge, judging kid because people knew me to stand up against teachers and to call teachers out on things that I disagreed with. And I would call out you know, peers on things. And I, I gained this reputation to myself that wasn't a very good reputation, which is where all that pride comes in. People didn't like me, but they never told me they didn't like me. And I don't know if it was because they feared me because I was so blunt because I would just tell them what I think about them or just because they didn't care about me enough to tell me. So there's also that. And in my senior year, I was like, God, I'm just going to go all out. I'm just going to love these people and I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to leave a legacy. I want people to remember remember me and I want them to remember me as a Christian, but as a good Christian, as a non-judgmental Christian, as a Christian who really loved and cared for others and who just put them up, put himself out there just because he cared about his peers. Well, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> I and it is all and it's all due to me. I became extremely and I when I say extremely, I mean extremely judgmental. I wonder if people were only my friends because they were scared of me. And I don't say that with pride. Uh, I believe I scared people to be my friends. That if they weren't my friend, then I would hate them for the rest of their lives. And I, I don't know. It actually hit me a couple of days ago. I was talking to, and this is where Brady Crescent comes in. I was talking to him the other day. We were frisbee golfing, and I, I told him, I said, I don't know if people are my friends because they think I'm a nice guy and they like being around me, or because they're I scared them into being my friend. And his reply was, I don't know. Which in Brady language means yes <laughs> to both. And I, I don't know. That, that struck me. I mean, that was literally a few days ago that we had this conversation, which is why I finally realized I just need to make this podcast. I just need to apologize to all those people that I either scared into being my friend or I was so judgmental towards that you didn't even want to be my friend. I probably could have been a way better person. And I, I'd like to think that the reason why people didn't want to be my friend in high school was because of my Christian beliefs. But I truly believe is because I use my Christian beliefs to judge others. And that is a terrible destructing thing to do. It really is. I regret it.
every every time that you know I hear people hanging out and they don't from high school and they don't want me there. I mean, it's it's cool because you know those people aren't doing those things that I the things that I enjoy doing. But just to be wanted would be nice. So I, I I do apologize, and I don't I don't expect any change. I mean, if some of you are listening to this and you're like, "Oh my bad, Trenton, you want to come to this party?" Don't do that at all. Please don't. Seriously, that's not why I'm making this podcast. I'm making this because I truly want to apologize. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in some of the other people and tell tell you guys why these people made the list of people that I thank for bringing me to this point. I already mentioned Brady Crescent and Nick Frost, and those are the parts that they played. Moses Bear has been a huge part of that. He is not afraid to tell me what I am doing wrong. <laughs> and um, as irritating as that can be, sometimes it really is helpful. And one of the things that he has helped me realize is how selfish I am, and he will not uh, be um, merciful in that, which I thank him for, because it really does keep me in check. <laughs> today we were talking about what Avenger would we be? We're all still su- super stoked about Endgame, and I was I was voted uh, to be Tony Stark. If I were to be any Avenger, I'd be Tony Stark. And as cool and BA as that sounds, um, there's a little bit of part of me that wishes that I wasn't Tony Stark. <laughs> I mean, every every Avenger in that film has their flaws, but I feel like Tony Stark is the one that we get to see the most flaws. And I see people see a lot of my flaws, and it stems from selfishness. And even I believe that I would be a Tony Stark figure because I, in high school, I was very self-centered. I only cared about myself. And yeah, that that was that was that was me. And there's still bits of parts of that that are me. Um. So, I, but Moses has really helped a lot. Um. My parents, they're not afraid to tell me when I'm being selfish or prideful and they've helped me significantly. I can't even name examples because there's so many, <laughs> there's so many things that my parents have done to help me um, come out of this stage of pride and, and prejudice and become more humble in my thinking and the way that I interact with people. I really do attribute a lot of the credit to my parents. Ezra, I want to thank because Ezra knew all this, but for some reason she still decided to stick with me. And now we're getting married. And so Ezra has really encouraged me because Ezra is the person that I want to be, which is what I think I admire a lot about her, is her unconditional love. I mean, if there is anybody on this earth who has unconditional love, it is that girl. Because she loved me despite me being the jerkiest person in the world. And I was a jerk to her. She knows it. And I know it, and I've apologized to her. Um, Josh Johnson is next. Um, he's, he was my youth pastor throughout middle school and high school. And, and he's helped me just by helping me become more of a critical thinker. Uh, I can't remember any times where he's told me that you are selfish or you are prideful. But I do remember just all the conversations of him making me think critically. And I used those, those practices, and I applied it to this on critically thinking about who I am as a person and what kind of impact I'm having on people. And it has helped me realize my pride has helped me dive deep into find the root of that pride, which is depravity, uh, total depravity, utter sin, wickedness. 
and uh, what I should do about it. You know, he's helped me realize that through crit- critical thinking, and this is one of one of the steps. Um, and Ben Kern and Ben Emerson, I'm putting you two in the same uh, because you guys have affirmed that I have been better, which also affirms that I was worse. <laughs> when I came back from Spain, you guys took more of a liking to my my newfound personality that I that I came back to the states with, and that was an affirmation that. Uh, that what I'm trying to do in my life is, is a good thing. So I think, thank you guys for, for helping me with that and for sticking by my side and being friends. And I want to thank my Spain team uh, because I truly believe that that was where I had a change in personality. Obviously I'm still going to have selfishness. I'm still going to have pride and prejudice because I am, I am a sinner and will forever be a sinner saved by grace until Jesus second coming. But I'm definitely less of a prideful person than I than I was before I left for Spain. Yeah, it was like stepping through. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. It was like a different, a completely different Triton walked into Spain than the one that walked out. I mean, you guys have showed me so much, and God showed me so much through my team and through the people that I interacted with in Spain, and it helped me realize that I am not at the top of the world. That there are more other people in the world. That there are other people who have different beliefs than me, and that. God uh, is sovereign over my life. And so that, that really brought me to a place of humility as well. And I, oh man, high school, I was so bad. I was so judgmental. I, I literally had a Snapchat called The Roast Of, where I would secretly post videos of and pictures of people that I thought were different than me, and I would just make fun of them. And I'd make fun of my friends. I mean, I'd roast my friends all the freaking time. I would just put people down. And when I came out, it just seemed less... Uh, when I say when I came out, when I came out of the Spain trip, I should be more specific, <clears throat> I, I didn't find that to be desirable to just make fun of people. And I'm really thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my Spain team. I'm thankful for, for God for creating that change of heart. And then Katie Amdahl is the most odd one on this list. And I don't even know if Katie Amdahl is even going to listen to this because we were not friends in high school. We knew about each other in high school. We were in many classes together. but And we've had conversations. But as the years drew on, we became less and less friends. I don't even know if we were friends. Anyways, the reason why Katie Amdahl is on this list is because in the middle of my senior year, somebody told me that because I, I, I don't know why. Somebody was dating one of her friends, and that the, the friend of mine that was dating one of her friends was very close to me. And you know, he was just talking about hanging out with his girlfriend and, and her friends. And I think I just remember asking, like, if if they if they liked me, not like like me, but if just like me as a person. And I don't know why I asked that. I think I was just curious, and he said no. Um, because they see me as a judgmental person, and that was that was Katie who saw me as that. Sorry, Katie, if you do listen to this, or friends of Katie that might listen to this, uh, I'm not trying to put her on the spot. I am actually trying to thank you because you were one of the the most shocking people to to tell me that because it was told to to my face. I asked Katie at a choir concert if these things were true, and she said yes, and she told me why. And that that stung like really, really bad because that made me think then that it's she's not the only one that thinks this, that there are other people who think that about me. It can't just be her. And 
that's what led me to to go i think on on the trip and to to change because i was like there's there's other people so i just wanted to apologize to people that i have either hurt or made an impact on that wasn't so good and i'm trying to do better i'm trying to be better i'm trying to be more humble i'm trying to be more accepting of people and I really believe I am, and it's not because I believe I am, it's because other people believe I am, and they've affirmed me in that. And so I thank you for all those affirmations that I am making progress in this. So that's my apology. I wanted to get that out of the way because in future episodes, I really want it to be less focused on me and more focused on resurgence, which I'm going to get into later. And that's, the, yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to create this. Once again, it's not to receive pity or if anyone tries to show me pity, it's not to, it, it really is to tell you guys, it, it, you know, all you guys that, that thought this, you're, you're right. It is a, um, I told you so moment for you guys telling me this, not me telling you guys this, and this is to affirm that you guys is I told you so. And I regret my actions in high school and I'm trying to be better. So, so thank you all. All right, that was about 25 minutes of me diving into this apology. I hope that the listeners of this accept that apology and can hopefully see the growth that I've had in my life and sees that I, I am striving towards God. God is the only thing that matters in my life, truly, truly matters in my life, despite you know contradictions from other people, which I can also get into in other, other episodes. Little news for what's coming up next, obviously Resurgence, which I'm going to get into in later episodes once I figure that out more. I'm going to try to be making a podcast every few every few days, as often as I can, I should say. I don't have a really um, consistent schedule yet, but there will be one soon. Um, and then also, I have another podcast that will be coming out eventually. Tonight, I'm going to go to see Detective Pikachu with a friend of mine, Josiah. And we will be making podcast episodes based off of our movie reviews, um, which are completely, um, what's the word? We're not credible resources. Let's just say that we don't have movie experience. We have never been involved in CGI in the process or in um, practical effects on how to direct, how to write, none of that. Um, we are just two guys who believe that our voices need to be heard. So, um, and hopefully, it's it's more entertaining than it. Don't don't take that seriously really um the the podcast that he and i are going to do it's really more for entertainment reasons at least that's what i think it's going to be for because <laughs> um, i am not an expert on movies whatsoever but tune in for that if you guys want to listen to that that uh the first episode for that should be hopefully be released in the next few days after we see it tonight we got to find a time to sit down and actually critique the movie so i'm really excited for that and then also the blog will be coming out hopefully by fall and for all those who want to know what's happening in the next episode, um, I don't know what's going to be happening in the episode. And also another reminder, I do want people on my podcast. So I've already had two people asked to be on, and I want way more people. So if you want to be on here, contact me. I want I want you guys on here. I do not want it to be sitting here in the dark in my room, which I am doing right now, talking to myself. <laughs> so... Please contact me and thank you for listening to the second episode of Resurgence. We'll see you later.